Hey, this is Saya. This is Jay. And this is Oscar. You're listening to Nerd Spice, a show where we taste and discuss the different flavors of mainstream nerd culture. Thanks for visiting our corner of the internet, and we hope you enjoy the show. So we're going to be reviewing Captain Marvel, and we're going to be judging it based on four categories. Appearance, which is the marketing, trailers, pre-show things, and um, our opinions before watching the movie. The ingredients, meaning the cast, crew, direction, script, things that actually make up the movie. The taste, which is how did we enjoy or dislike any parts of the movie, and it's all up to personal preference, or it could be um, you know, just general taste that we had for the, each scene. And aftertaste, which is what we felt after the movie and once everything was over and done with and we had a moment to digest what we'd just seen. So let's get started with appearance. What were your all's initial opinions about the movie before going into it? Jamal, you can go first. <laughs> Captain Marvel. What number film is this? In the 21. 23? 21. 21. 21. It feels wow. like 48. But... <laughs> I mean, it is a lot, to be honest. Um, I knew that this movie going into it was kind of like, it didn't plan to come out this late, I don't think. If we're talking about appearance-wise, I told them earlier, it looked like a bagel. Uh, wheat bagel. <laughs> you're not going to choose it. Like, you might eat it one morning when you're feeling like real healthy, but overall, it looked like a bagel. And I ain't had no cream cheese. So, <laughs> um, appearance-wise, I mean, when I looked at the trailers, I was like, or when I looked at the trailer, the only trailer that I looked at, um, I was just like, eh, it looked like it could be something. But again, there was nothing in there for me to kind of grasp. I wasn't really paying attention to it also, to be honest. I was just like, oh, great, flashing. You know, she's in the sky. And the best, the most hype, not saying it was a good hype, but the most hype scene was in the trailer too. So appearance-wise, it just looked like, it looked like a flop, honestly, from the trailer. It oh, like you flop expected to it to flop from the from the start? I expected it to flop more than what it did, but we'll get into that. Um, but appearance-wise, it wasn't all of that flattering to me. I, I, I wasn't excited for it. That's that's where I'm at on appearance. What about you guys? So it is the 21st Marvel movie, and at this point, we're pretty used to what Marvel does with their movies, and not just with their movies, but also with their marketing. So, you know, with the trailers, you're going to get maybe like a laugh or so. Or some really nice visuals, things to look out for like that. But with this marketing campaign, it just felt a little weird to me. Like none they of the trailers. Yeah, none of it, the trailers that came out really stuck out to me as like, oh, this is like a different movie or something that's like unique. You know, it didn't feel like there was something in this movie that kind of set it apart. And like to piggyback off you, like with the um, like how they yeah their rollout of it it wasn't good and like they kind of like smashed it in your face within the like last month that it was out you know kind of like february to march and you're noticing like they're just throwing this in yeah. my face like they're just doing everything they can to get you know just enough you know get enough people mentioning her so they can go to the theaters but looking at them seats <laughs> um <laughs> but um nah no nah, just to piggyback yeah you're definitely right their rollout was a little weak yeah i i thought that the trailer was not something that we hadn't seen before it was kind of typical like here's some action scenes here's a little bit of the story though not too much uh i did think they they pushed a lot that didn't appear in the movie and this happens often in in trailers that they end up cutting some scenes out and stuff but what something that really kind of just 
stuck with me was the whole slogan "higher, further, faster" that they kept pushing. She said it once. Once she said it once in the whole movie, and I was like, "I have a whole point." Y'all are baking on this. Um, (laughs) I was excited for it because I thought that was a cool slogan, but in the movie itself, it kind of fell flat. She said it once, and when she said it, I was like, "Okay." (laughs) Yeah, I was like, "Is it an inside joke? Is it? Is she saying it? Like, is she serious? Like, I don't know." Exactly. Anyway, but I thought. I was I was personally excited for the movie because um, because of the excitement of other people. Like there was a lot of actors and people talking about it. And they're like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited for Captain Marvel!" And this is going to be uh, the next big thing. And, and it feels like a lot of people were really um, pushing it to be the, this great movie. So in my mind, I was like, "Okay, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be um, if not like an extraordinary Marvel movie, at least the top." like five marvel movies which spoilers i don't think it is a top five marvel movies in my opinion but we'll get to that oh yeah you are very justified (laughs) would you say that your expectations are kind of high or where would you put your expectations for this movie so my expectations for this movie were greater than my expectations than ant-man and the wasp which were on the floor but lower than my expectations for uh say black panther or infinity war yeah, I can see, like, when Oscar came out the theater, he was, like, so disappointed. And I was like, well, what did you expect, Oscar? <laughs> I was like, your expectations was, must have been up there because I was just uh, like, hey, I lowered mine so low <laughs> that, that whatever happened in that movie probably saved its score. <laughs> Listen, Gosh. I was trying to give him a shot after <laughs> after uh, Infinity War. I was like, you know what? This is going to be a new phase. This is like introducing a whole new phase of Marvel, and I'm like, maybe they're going to do something different. Maybe they're going to be trying out new techniques. And it kind of looked like that in some scenes. They focus on like slow mo and like really cool story moments, and that's what I thought they were going to focus on um, because that's what it looked like from the trailers. But the movie itself is it, just like another Marvel film. I was like, oh, okay, and that was like a big letdown. Like it's just we're seeing the same thing over and over. But let's get into ingredients now so the cast and crew what did you think about the actors the script the editing cgi all the kind of stuff that makes up a movie i will say this and i confirm i will also put in an honorable mention for my co-worker because he said this to me today too samuel l jackson literally was the savior of the movie <laughs> he was the reason a lot of people enjoyed it people my friend said if samuel l jackson wasn't in that movie it probably would have been completely dead and I was like, mm, not completely dead, but I see where he was coming from. He He's did a have a lot part of, of it. He did have a lot of the personality. Um, I saw some people on Twitter calling it um, Captain Marvel or Captain Marvel meets Nick Fury, and they would put <laughs> Captain Marvel's letters small. And Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Marvel meets Nick Fury. And, I mean, I guess that's kind of how I felt. I mean, he was a big part of the movie, but that's he did stand out to me though. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Other cast and characters. <laughs> I don't have anything to say. The little girl. What was her name? I forgot. Monica. 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 She did a great job. Very personable, but you'll suspect that. There's very rarely any bad kid actors anyway. Um, then you have her mother, who was also really good. So her mother was really good too. And hopefully she's in a Captain Marvel. I don't think they're gonna make a Captain Marvel. Yeah, they're gonna make a Captain Marvel too. They're they just said she was. Sequel. They just said she was returning in game. I hope that. <laughs> hope that's it. But oh, well, maybe, maybe honestly, if Brie Larson gets a 
new script or you know direction or something like that then maybe what do you think of brie herself the the main uh, character right <laughs> i threw him to the side does that tell you anything i mean honestly i don't think she was that bad no like she wasn't. I, th- I thought she was gonna be a lot worse by how people were talking about her on like um twitter and social media and stuff like that like they were kind of like oh my mm-hmm. god she's dead she has no emotion she had emotion she had she she made some good faces and you was gonna say something else yeah, no, I was going to say, like, yeah, a lot of people on Twitter did make that comment. They were like, she doesn't smile. She seems so bland. And I'm like, is this She just... smiled. She was snarky. She was everything yeah, that you guys were... said she wasn't. She did a good job. They were basing all of this off of some a few clips of the trailers. And, yeah, the trailers were trying to be a little bit serious in those moments. So, yeah, she wasn't quipping her jokes there. But in the movie itself, she was a pretty she was pretty good. She was pretty I mean, she did. She did what was expected of her, I guess, in terms of, like, directing and stuff like that. Like, it seems like... I guess she liked doing a movie. I didn't really look at any after stuff. I didn't look to see what she thought about it or any of her interviews or anything like that. But I'm, I'm, I would guess she, she enjoyed herself on set. Yeah, I think she did. I mean, in terms of the way she came across in the trailers, like the only other movie I can kind of compare it to is Rogue One with Jen Erso and how she didn't really come across as personable in the trailers. But you kind of see the movie and some people are like oh she's fine and some people are she still was, like she was kind of sarah uh, connor right. <laughs> y'all know sarah connor from terminator i haven't yeah. seen terminator yet but Ooh, yeah boy, that's a good old classic right there josiah these classics <laughs> <laughs> need to get you watching these classics but yeah, yeah. she was kind of like a little in the, in the film if that, if that gets it across a little better in nurso or or no in rogue one yeah. Yeah, Jen. Yeah, she's a little, <laughs> <laughs> a little she's a little strong. But um no 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 yeah. Uh, Brie Larson, I think she for what she had access to did a good job. Yeah, I think she was good. Um Samuel Jackson, he'll at least make you laugh in any movie that he's in. Whether it's like a good movie or a bad movie. And so you can always bet on that. Um Lashana Lynch, who played Maria Rambo, she was pretty good. I liked her. And the little girl who played Monica. I think she was really good too. As far as her just being personable and also introducing a character that could be introduced in the MCU later in like their proper superhero form. And so Did anybody even mention any of the scrolls? You meant was one of the I mean, scrolls? Ben mean, Mendelssohn was the main scroll. Uh Talos. Talos. He was pretty good. But Ben Mendelsohn was good for his role, but it was like it was so marvelly. Like, yeah, I mean it. It's almost forget. I mean, <laughs> he made his classic jokes. He came in with the Pulp Fiction and homage. Yeah, and it's just classic Marvel. I mean, nothing really like stood up. Like, dang, that's some good acting. Like, I, <laughs> you know, people say that when, when yeah. they see it, you know, but nothing like that really happened. And that's what I would like to see out of Marvel. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang. That's some good acting. Like Logan. But, but um, you know, Disney bought Fox, so we're not going to be seeing movies like that anymore. They said they would keep rated R movies still a thing, didn't they? Yeah, they would. Yeah, they yeah. did. <laughs> so they, to the retract. We'll see. Yeah. Logan Logan Studios at Disney Parks. Come get your slash tier. <laughs> anyway, on my, on my end, I think... Um, Samuel Jackson did a, a cool job of showing us another aspect of Nick Fury because in the previous movies, he's this he's in command, like he knows everything that's going on and he is the secret agent at the time. 
But in this movie, he's very much the kind of stand-in for the audience. He kind of doesn't know anything about the Kree or the scrolls, and he's asking questions and he's trying to figure things out, but he's also keeping his cool. Um, I think, yeah, he was pretty entertaining. It's interesting to see another side of the MCU Nick Fury before he's all hardened and like really experienced. It, yeah, he, exactly. Yeah, he's not, <laughs> he's not as seasoned in this movie. He's still kind of figuring things out. Um, I think Brie Larson was pretty funny. She had a pretty funny lines, like she, and, and the delivery was was pretty great. Uh, she was a lot more uh, like friendly than I expected because of all yeah. these comments that people were saying on Twitter. They were like, "She's too serious. She's too." They were literally just talking about her face on a poster. And she exactly. Didn't like she was about to cry, but we can look past it. She yeah, didn't like she was about to cry in the post. Yeah, no, in the movie she was <laughs> totally great. I. I felt like she's a fun person to hang out with and all of the, or, or at least Captain Marvel and all the Captain Marvel, everything she said was pretty, um, it, it kept the mood up and it, it kept the the movie kind of upbeat, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She brought that energy and she she followed through with that energy. Um, what I will say is, is something about the editing that really frustrated me the entire movie was we didn't exist in a scene for longer than like two minutes. Like they would arrive to a room and then they would talk some exposition and then they would switch scenes to another room and talk some exposition there and then switch scenes to another room notice that you don't maybe want to watch it again so it kept going from like set to set to set and it's like even within the same location like say maria's house they would be in the kitchen for two minutes and then they would switch to outside and then they would switch back to inside and then they would switch back to outside and it it kind of got me frustrated because I wasn't really allowed to live into the live in the world that they're trying to create. It it felt like I was just kind of moving from plot point to plot point to plot point. Like this is what you have to do to get the next objective, and this is what you have to go do to get the next objective. And I I really would have wished to just stay in a world for a little bit, especially um, in the beginning when they're introducing the the Cree society. You know. And, and we're in that new planet, this new environment. Things are looking crazy and the buildings are all, you know, future, whatever. Um, but everything just kept transitioning. And we, and I, and I, like, especially in the beginning, it was so jarring because I didn't know when the movie would actually start. Like, each, I don't know, it was like 30 minutes into the movie, then it felt like a, a starting point because each point before it felt kind of like, uh, like a lead up to a starting point. I, I just I just felt very distracted by it. It felt um, jumpy. It was jumpy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't know if um, other Marvel movies are like that, and I'm just noticing it now, or if... I didn't get that at all. I'm going to have to watch it again and probably see. Is it better editing than Bohemian Rhapsody? Uh, no, we <laughs> Not according to the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but um, do you think that the editing for this movie was a direct result of the script itself, or do you just think it's more of an editing matter? I feel like it is a script issue because it, it felt very much like uh, somebody was writing an outline for what the story should be, and then yeah. they just shot the outline. I like know somebody says, like script and the actual editing of the story and how the characters are talking go hand in hand. Like they have to be like made closely together, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Like I, I think I was watching like a documentary, like movie making and stuff like that a while ago. You would think when you're writing a script that you have a clear idea of where things go, and when you're editing. You take out the stuff that's not necessary, but you still try to tell the story as best as you could based off the script. 
So if they're only spending like two minutes in a scene or something, you know, you have to ask, is this just their editing or is this more of a script? Because even though they felt, you know, even though it felt like it was only two minutes being spent per setting, the movie was still cohesive in a sense. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, maybe this is like the way they wrote it and they just did it as best as they could to get it to the script. Yeah. It felt kind of, it felt kind of, um, I don't know, it felt like the script itself was just, these are the points we have to hit, and this is what exactly needs to happen in this scene. And they didn't allow, at least me, to spend any time really exploring what was going on with the characters in the scene at the time. Mm -hmm. So, like, a really great scene that I really wanted to keep uh, staying in was when uh, Maria was talking about what it was like to lose her friend for six years and then what it was like to come for her to come back and they were in the kitchen and um, I, I really wanted to keep that emotional weight going you know keep that right. just just stay there for a minute but then it quickly jumps to another scene and that's how a lot of the movie was it was this you're in a scene you talk for a bit and then you jump to the next scene you're in a scene you did talk she for respond a bit. after she was like and you expect me to call you veers did she say anything after that or did they cut I don't know because if she says some if she says something after that then I wouldn't have thought that was that was too bad of a scene like I still felt where she was coming from like she played that part yeah. really well yeah but I don't if she didn't say anything after she said you expect me to call you Briggs I feel like it cut after that and I could see where Oscar was coming from there because like you need some time to like get people's emotions and look at their faces and stuff like that so you can be like oh my god I'm hurting like if you can't hurt they they switching so fast you're like. How are you going to say she hurts hearing the switch to her daughter who's doing this lighthearted stuff, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that was that was one of my my main issues with with the editing was just I just kept sitting there like I want to know what is going on in this scene and I want to keep exploring it a little bit longer, but it felt very fast-paced. Like they just kept moving and moving. Marvel ain't want to do this film. Ain't nobody going to convince me to be different. No, the, but they had to. <laughs> they wanted, I feel like they wanted to do this film, but because it got delayed, I think it got delayed either once or twice. And Why it was because, it of, well, around that time, Marvel got the rights, well, semi-rights to Spider-Man. So they announced his movie um. and Thor, Ragnarok, Black Panther, and Captain Marvel got shifted. Because Black Panther was supposed to come out in 2017, a year after Captain, or Civil War. And so Captain Marvel got shifted. And then I think it got shifted again to like March of this year. Spider-Man making an impact. Yeah. <laughs> what did you guys feel about the, or how did you guys feel about the cinematography and the styling of the movie? Like, do you feel it was bland? Because a lot of people describe it as a bland looking movie. Yes, it was. The fighting was awful. The All the fight scenes and... My my biggest question about the cinematography: Why was every fight in a dark room? It was that that movie was dark. That's yo. actually that's what Chris Stuckman pointed out in one of his videos. He said one of the fight scenes is really dark, and you couldn't focus on a lot of fighting. them are really dark. The first one and the closer to the last one, while she's on the ship after she went supernova, uh, Jean Grey. But after <laughs> <laughs> after she did all the Jean Grey super explosion mess, that whole fight scene with them where she's fighting the uh the the Start with a K. Cree. The Cree. Cree. I was yeah. about to say Krills. <laughs> <laughs> but no, when she was fighting the Cree, and I'm like, why is it so dark? <laughs> I want to yeah, see what's dark. going on. And even when I could make out what was going on in regards to the choreography of the fights, 
Uh-huh. I was unimpressed. There was nothing going on. She was literally blasting them. And, like, she's sitting here doing hand-to-hand. If you don't blast them and keep it moving. <laughs> but I understand they wanted to make this fight scene drag out a little bit. I didn't like the song choice too much. What was it? It was some something on a... I'm Just a Girl by No Doubt. Yeah. Um, that was wasn't feeling that either. I didn't that feel that either. A, that was such a forced song. Like, they really... But it was like... It's like, please fit my mood or stop making me change my mood. When yeah. she went Supernova, I'm thinking... Dun, 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 and then... Right. I'm just... I'm like, no! I, I don't want to go back to the Superman music. <laughs> like, yeah. give her give her that, that suspenseful cinematic with the little, uh, with the little pianos in the back going like... Dee, dee. Oh. You know, like, Star Wars scores. A Star Wars score would have went great. Yeah, like give her her own theme song, her own score. Yeah, does she have her own theme song? See, I don't know. I don't know because they didn't play it. Like they kept playing these '90s songs because they wanted you to know what and year. You know, there when was. Wonder Woman, when you hear the do 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 yeah, that guy is like it's over. You get hype, but I don't even know if she has a theme song because I don't remember. But nah, the the whole cinematography and the fight scenes. Can I also talk about? Ask you guys one thing. How did you feel? Because I guess it's going back to a parent. Sorry to backtrack a little bit. Let's stay on this really quickly. What did y'all feel about the costumes? Everybody's costumes. Like- I mean, it was fine. I didn't have issues with it. I didn't really focus on the scrolls costumes to have a full opinion. I also thought it was dry. <laughs> like, her costume specifically out. or somebody else? Well, I mean, the the uh, the Cree and, and her costume were very accurate towards the comics. Right. So I can't really comment on that. But everybody else's, it's kind of like they were just in their day clothes. Yeah. Like, oh, just bring whatever <laughs> you want. Day, day clothes. <laughs> it's kind of like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really, I don't know. Maybe I am Maybe I was expecting too yeah. much out of that because it was I mean, a little bit of the Air Force. There wasn't really much going on for them to be dressed in anything else. I mean, there was a whole 90s thing going on with the blockbuster, but it didn't feel 90s after that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I think I like Captain Marvel's uh, costume more when she turned it to that red and blue iconic color because you could really the details really stand out when it's all just a bland green because i get that it's oh. like a military uniform that it is supposed to be just like one color and stuff but it's like uh the details stand out more when it's in those different colors and i thought that looked a lot great a lot better and i really liked it um what i didn't like was how they got to that point was she asked monica hey can can i ask for your creative input to change my costume color and she was just touching her little touch screen not knowing what the she fuck she's even, doing she didn't even choose the color exactly she, captain marvel still chose the color but what the thing the thing about that is to me like um one i would have rather have seen those colors a lot sooner like instead of the last 5 minutes of the film um but it isn't tied up or an origin story so i guess it doesn't really matter all right so what are we going into now we're going into taste. How do we feel as far as like the story goes? I mean, you know, behind the scenes stuff, we can always talk about that. How do we just feel about the story in the theater when we sat down? Wait, after after it's over or before? Like, like during. Through the whole thing. It was it was sweet all through the middle. The beginning and end kind of fell flat to me. And that's that's kinda of like a lot. Mm-hmm. But like I mean It's like when you bite into a dry donut, but the jelly <laughs> is still fire. <laughs> you know, like a donut that's been sitting there kind of two days. You're like, let me eat this last donut instead of just throwing it away because I spent my money on it. So you bite into the donut, and I know this is a stretch. I know this is all, this is all a reach. But it's like, not a stretch because I bite, know that feeling. You bite into the donut, and you're like, this is dry. Then that jelly hit, and you're like, ooh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like, it's okay. It's not that bad. I can deal with this. And you just kind of, you just kind of tough out the rest. That's how it felt to me. I just like, I mean, uh, again, I wasn't going in with any big expectations, but the taste, the story was okay for what they were trying to do. They're basically, this whole point of this movie is, oh, dang, we need this star photon blasting girl in our endgame movie. <laughs> Oh, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't talk about her out of our 21 films <laughs> so or out of our 20 films. So we need to just kind of like toss this up together. They made a, to- they made a Caesar salad Yeah, <laughs> out of their whole restaurant. This is the Caesar salad. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get if you can't figure out what you want, you know? <laughs> yeah, so that, that's that's the taste. This is a Caesar salad. <laughs> a Caesar is so just a regular Caesar salad and no yeah. dressing on it. No, no dressing. The water, the water from the back that they use to spray. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. They spritz the, the the lettuce. I'm projecting. I had a sad salad for lunch today. Clearly. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, oh. what you guys? What did it taste like to you guys? How how did it taste? So for me, I I I felt like this story was something that we've seen before like if you watch the trailer you get the full story you don't you might not get the little minutia of the movie but it's basically (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like the exact same thing as the trailer which i was i was very disappointed about i thought they were going to go more into her uh history as an air force pilot because they kept pushing the air force involvement in this movie like they even had a whole tv segment where they talked about the air force and what it's like to be in the air force but it's like i didn't get any air force elements in there and they and they marketed it so heavily heavily yeah um and then there's the whole air force in high school where they try to get you to recruit it that's your (laughs) that's your air force (laughs) yeah but with this movie i was it's like i didn't get anything new from other than what I, I saw in the, in the woman in the Air Force, because I thought that was the big deal was they were talking about we need her, we need uh, we need a woman to to save the day because they've been pushing this entire movie like that the whole time. Marvel needed a did she need a woman to save the day? She just wanted to save the day, and she just happened to be a woman. And she was talking to um she was talking to Carol and all of them, I guess. And Carol was like, "Let me do it." So, I mean, <laughs> let me come with you. You know, I guess that's just how it happened. But I, I get it. I didn't really get the whole um, because they did mention a couple of times where they won't let a woman fly. You know, we get kind of the we get kind of the grunt missions. We don't get to go on the real missions. You know, they mentioned it once, literally once. And I mean, and then there was one scene where where she like crashed her little go-kart after somebody said you need to slow down and she's like you don't tell me what to do and then she crashes That's any kid though and i was so like, mad at that scene <laughs> they're like you don't belong here well yeah she just crashed the whole go-kart i mean and then I, like if they if they like bleeding her arm was off and like, then it was like her father like telling her not to like do that or you need to do some girly i don't even remember that, was that her then, father? i don't, I don't know that was her father and then it was like um they didn't have like any clear representation of how the Air Force was back then. I didn't know how it was. I didn't know that they didn't let women do stuff. So, well, I'm not gonna say I didn't know about it, but I knew about it lightly. But like, if you're gonna if you're gonna pitch that if you're gonna pitch that to your yeah. audience, at least show me a little bit of it. Like, you're not flying, Carol, and then she like makes a sad face. I didn't get that. <laughs> like, she looked like she was pretty allowed to me. She she had all the clearance. She was yeah. everywhere. I'm like, what? Are you restricted? There's 
there is a scene in the in the trailer where she like stands up and she's um surrounded by a bunch of generals or whatever and she stands up and, it, and it's like a shocking thing people are like oh, she's standing up oh you she mean during her obstacle course no it was during the uh it was like an acceptance speech or something like she's sitting and a bunch of generals are sitting down this was in the trailer and it wasn't in the movie oh. and she's <laughs> and she stood up surrounded by all these men in uniform and they're like shocked that a woman is standing up against them or something <gasps> but it she it dares in the movie. <laughs> and then, uh, oh my god was it really that bad in the 80s? Like, sure, it was bad, but was it like 1950s bad? I don't think I don't so. That's what I'm saying. Well, I don't know. So I guess, yeah, you're right. But that's what you're pitching in your movie. Yeah, women empowerment. Were, I didn't know, get any woman it. rejection in this film. It feels like everybody was on board with the females. Not saying that I want you to be all up in my face with the get out of here, female, with you know physical abuse or anything like that. But I'm just saying yeah. like, you push that really hard, but I didn't get a lot of it, I'm guessing. That kind of yeah. sounds yeah. bad. <laughs> it's, it does sound kind of bad. Like I want to see her get hit. Like that's not no. what I'm saying. Well, like, no, it's just, like, oh my like, god. Advertise. No, that's if not what like, I'm saying. <laughs> it sounds really up. Yeah, you know, but, I just like you're putting this movie and you're saying she's facing all these obstacles and people are saying, finally, we have a a, a, a representation a female yeah. hero. Yeah, right. and it's like I didn't see any obstacles. One woman has some obstacles. They they mm-hmm. they did it perfectly. Yeah, and it that was, was over- modern day. <laughs> no, that was no wait. Oh God, wait a minute! One. Y'all didn't hear that. <laughs> World War One. See how much America has changed. Uh, that was all the way in London. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Coming Get back me off this Marvel. podcast. I don't belong here. All wrong. And then there was the the one scene where they play I'm just a girl and it's supposed to be like this big like feminist statement like I'm just a girl and I'm kicking Wait, everyone's ass. they did it ass. twice? No, no they it was did that one. one. Oh, okay. was the one scene. <laughs> yeah, but it was supposed to be, you know, like I'm just a girl and I'm kicking everyone's ass and it's like nobody ever said that you couldn't, so it's not as Everybody knew rewarding. you could. It's very obvious. <laughs> we know you and can. Like, <laughs> and like at the same time she's beating up another woman. You know, like she's beating up the sniper, we can't and she's all be like, "Men equal opportunity, Oscar." And but I'm just saying, like yeah. her beating them up has nothing to do with her being a woman. It's just she's beating people That's up. What you're just saying. You know, if they they did try to say like your emotions are getting the best of you, you're being too emotional, which I'm sure a lot of people have said of women. Like they've said that of Hillary Clinton while she was running in the election. They're like, she's too emotional. She's too, you know, crazy. Um, they did mention that a lot in the in the movie, but it seemed more like a Cree thing. Like Crees just don't have emotions yeah. rather than a, a male female thing. They never and, really expanded on that. And they never really resolved that issue. Jude Law was kinda like, Show me that you can overcome your emotions and then she just zapped him and that was like the conclusion to that. And I was like, Why are you tr-? like they're trying to push these great big feminist themes on us? but then they don't actually deliver with them, yeah. you know? Like, I think it could be great if you push those type of themes. It's just, if you don't put your whole heart into it, then you might as well just not include it at all, you know? It's like the movie kind of depends on people already having these ideals coming into it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, not everybody's like that. Like, you're going to have men and you're going to have women who may not have the same feminist ideas as you're trying to push in a movie so if you just rely on them to come up with the reasoning behind it 
Yeah, it's, it's like fill in the work. blank. Yeah, it's like fill in the blank. I have another question. Did anybody have any issues with following the villain in this movie and like their motivations? Yeah, I it was could like, just be me. I was what like, was his motivation? Who, who are we against? Who are we for? You know, they just oh wait, because from what I understood, they didn't get that cross clear. From what I understood, she was in Star Force with the Kree, and they were trying to find the scrolls because the scrolls were trying to find Lawson, who was the scientist on Earth. But then you realize the scrolls, you know, they have like fugitives and people on ships that are away from their homeworld because their homeworld's like destroyed or whatever. But you don't really get that till like the third act or a little bit into the second act where she starts getting more into her past and she realizes that Jude Law's character is kind of not the best guy. I, I had a feeling Jude Law was going to be the bad guy as soon as I saw those eye contacts. Like, <laughs> the, there is no hero with those bright-ass colored eyes. Like, I mean, like, the also the... Nah, that's not a good point to make. I was going to say because of the, um... The why the Kree going after the scrolls like the bigger why like they didn't yeah, get like, that they didn't get that across what well. it was like oh they hate each other and you're just like <laughs> yeah uh, like, why? But, so I, you know um that that was another problem i had like i wish she would have at least touched it or tapped it you know like there was an orb and the scrolls took it <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> something um, or tap it but that's fine. I can look past that. It's kind of small, but like, but everything else. I mean, as far as following what's going on, the the biggest picture that I got that I can think of, like if I thought of it in a split second, like oh, what was the enemy's motivation? Uh, the Creed trying to kill scrolls. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I I was I was mainly just kind of irritated with with the fact that um, it seemed like the the scrolls were hunting carol then carol was hunting the scrolls then they were hunting her it was like a cat and mouse game but you didn't know what the cat and what the mouse was so they were going yeah. back and forth so they shot at her but then they didn't want to fight her and it's like why would you shoot at me and then they want her help but then why would you shoot at me i and then they were like trying to well didn't they think sympathize. she was really cree until they knew that she was opposing no like they and had they her mind and her memories like they knew who she was because they had her memories, but I was, and then like at the end, they were like trying to get us to sympathize with the scrolls just because they're like refugees and they're running away from the Cree and stuff. Um, but then he also said, you know, I'm not innocent either. I've got some blood on my hands and blah, 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 but they don't really explore that. Yeah, they don't. And I mean, some things you don't really have to explore because you don't want the movie to be prolonged, but at the same time, if you know how to like master a script, you'll be able to tell. That was shade. <laughs> Why are you throwing I'm, shade like that? <laughs> let me look. Let me tell you. I don't. I don't know how to write an A plus script. But if you watch a movie and there are things that you need more information on, it's the job of the screenwriter to be able to pull all that across within like two hours. Which is a nice way of saying shade. <laughs> Good job, Josiah. That was appropriate. I mean, it's just my opinion. It's like, if you can't tell me people's motivations within two hours where I feel like I get a full sense of the story, then you feel that's your job. 
<laughs> I don't make the rules. Like it's, you're right. I mean, you're right. I mean, shade is shade is correct. And it's like I asked you two. It's like, did you have issues understanding the villains and the motivations and how we like flip through different scenes? To be completely honest, I didn't care that I didn't have motivation or didn't get. <laughs> I didn't care about the film. <laughs> but the uh, but I get what you're saying. Like completely, one hundred percent. Like. The, the the motivations of the villain were very scattered like it wasn't yeah. like one cohesive thing or where you understood every detail of every villain you didn't understand the crease side completely you didn't understand the scroll side completely but you understood both enough for you to just get by and realize what was yeah. going on so and then at the at the end of the day it was very scene by scene like this is what's going to happen now so they were like we're gonna uh rescue one of our spies from this planet that we think is infiltrated by scrolls and then the scrolls kill him. We're going to rescue Captain Marvel because she's trapped and then she escapes. We're going to follow Captain Marvel. So you, you have to go scene by scene, like who wants what in this scene, because it's going to change in the next scene. So in this scene, Carol wants to kill everybody. I mean, all the scrolls and the Kree want to kill the scrolls. But then in the next scene, they want to kill Carol, and and then Carol wants to protect everybody else. I don't know. It goes back and forth, and then at the end of the day, it all just comes back to the Tesseract, which is the same plot point. <laughs> Stop. Past five movies, like it's been in so many Marvel movies at this point. I was so what irritated when I saw do? the Tesseract. It's one of the stones. It's one of the stones. I guess um, I forgot which stone <laughs> it is. So I was asking Oscar in the movie. I was like, I said, did she get her powers from the stone? <laughs> because I'm like, what are point. the what are the That's limitations of the stone? Because if she got her powers from the energy source on that craft, and that energy source was siphoning its energy from the stone, she got her powers from the stone. She got whole she power had, or stone. somehow. <laughs> I don't know how she got Kree powers. Like that was kind of weird to me. They did a blood transfusion. I don't movie? give you powers though. How yeah. come she can do photon, but he can't? No, because that's from the the blast. The photon blast is from the. So that's where she got her stone. photon powers. Yeah, he gave her a, a blood transfusion. They gave her a blood transfusion. They said like, oh, yeah, see, this right. happened really quick. Was when they were why when, is the blood compatible Carol, with her body? Let me let me. They were like, um, the scroll was like disguised as Carol, and they were doing that little question game. It's like you you had a blood transfusion. Who gave you the blood? And the the scroll didn't know this. It was like, oh my god, I don't know. Um, and then Jude Law was like, it was my blood. Why? It's like, oh, oh yeah, that did happen. He didn't mm, even have to okay. tell him that. Could have just left. Could have just rolled out. It was my I, blood. Exposition. But that was after he killed him, of course. Yeah. So that would have been the easiest answer to give. Well, you gave it to me, of course. <laughs> Wasn't it you? I don't remember. I have memory. Uh. That would have been my first. That would have been my first guess. That's her whole gimmick. Why you could have got out of that easily? Be like, what is? What is? Who gave you your blood? Uh, blurry, a little blurry. Amnesia. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you know what? I w- I wish I would have seen is like, um, uh, like at the beginning of the movie. I just wanted to see her kind of routine in this planet hmm. because they say she's been there for six years. How in the hell are you not? Are you not questioning your past for six years and you're just going along with it? She was, and wasn't she? She was no. kind of, but it's like, what are not you doing <laughs> for six years? You know, she just kind of woke up from a coma, and they're like, "You're gonna start training now." And then she became a soldier. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll go with it. I, I wanted to see. <laughs> You she know what it's like. She needed that over treatment. She needed to go on. 
Tina going on a rampage. Been, like Kill Bill, yeah. No, it could have been um it could have been just like a quick little montage of just wake up drills, fighting, blah blah blah. That would have made the movie and, even more corny, to be honest. Just opening with a montage of her going through her daily routine. Yeah, yeah, it's no, corny. You but are you gonna say that this movie isn't corny as it is right now? It's very corny. You're right. It's got some corny ass scenes already, and I, I and I feel like that could have been a little bit more character development in terms of how she feels about this society, how she feels about being a part of this army of Kree, and how she feels about the. Uh, what is it? Supreme intelligence. Like we don't really get her opinion of the supreme intelligence. We just get that. It's yeah, she only used it twice. Yeah. <laughs> she only yeah. used it twice on the whole film. But like the supreme intelligence is supposed to be the leader of the Kree or something. And I don't even know. They should have did a little bit of background on that. I don't know what it does. Uh, the, yeah. the, 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 it is the all knowing It is the supreme being. Okay. Why? <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's like why there are certain, why are they... there are certain moments in the movie where you could have used some emotional weight or you could have used like backstory stuff that's not overbearing but just enough where it's like okay i have enough to go off of right and like in a movie oscar and i were groaning because you know they had that bathos coming in like every other scene <laughs> every single scene they had to throw in a few jokes it's, it's like, like a, a character can't talk without it being a, a joke. It's Marvel. We need them to laugh. Laughing distracts how bad the movie is. <laughs> it does. <laughs> That's why people like Triple uh, X. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> even even with some of the good Marvel movies, like, you know, they have bathos, but it's not overbearing. But some of the other ones, it's like, okay, we don't always need to laugh at a very tense moment. Like, it's okay to have very emotional moments. And, like, yeah. with a lot of people, I honestly just feel like a lot of people accept bathos so much to the point that if you have another comic book movie, like, let's say, the DC movies or the X Men movies that don't really focus that much on comedy and they're a little more serious, some people may take it differently because that's not what they're used to. They're yeah, gonna be like, why is a, it so serious? It's right. supposed to be a- <laughs> exactly. I mean, but that can also it can all they can also respond to a great like this is so much more different than Marvel. I didn't know this serious movie could be so good, delicious. Oh, no. I want more, you know. I'm just saying, like yeah. for certain people, like if they just like the MCU movies, but they don't like the X Men movies, you know. But then again, I guess it just appeals to them. Like that's just what they like. Yeah, it's like know. even even like Black Panther had very heavy emotional scenes it where. Did. They're exploring their the Bad. deaths of their fathers and their their history and their memory, and they also have a few funny jokes in there, Beautiful you know, that directed. are kind of corny. They're kind of cheesy, but they're fine. Yeah. This movie, you know, she's rediscovering her past. She's rediscovering that she's a human who's been taken away from her planet for six years, and that her friend thought she was dead, and she's suddenly in the middle of a war that she thought she was fighting for the right side, but she's on the wrong side. She doesn't change her attitude throughout the entire movie. She doesn't. Right grow or shift in in attitude she just is like this is the new villain bet i'm gonna beat them up and then and that's it that's pretty much it and i i wish they could have a kind of a slight change when um she learned the truth just a slight one like i i felt kind of like not not totally like her personality but i did feel like a 
a change in resolve, I guess. Not resolve, but mission. Like her mission kind of changed when she uh when she found out the truth. Like after she found out, she was like, "What? You've been lying." <laughs> and <then> she kind of <laughs> let me find you, photon power. Like I did. That part was okay, but it wasn't so much. Like I had to really think about it. Like I really thought about the movie when you said that, and I was just like, "Did she change it all?" I mean, she slightly changed after she found out the truth, but she was still the same snarky little smiling half assly, you know, kind of. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I guess not. <laughs> I guess she didn't change through the whole film. <laughs> but it just, it, it was there. I mean, did she need to? Yeah. She didn't really need Characters. to. She found a one person, a little person lied to her. She didn't try for who would be lying to her. Well, I mean, it's like somebody's been lying to you for your whole life because you're going. For the past six years, you believe you're a Cree and that you were raised on this planet and you don't really know who you are. And then suddenly you're a human and, you know, this happened and you've been fighting on the wrong side of the war and you've been killing innocent children. A lot happened in that one day. This entire movie takes place in a day, like basically 24 hours. <laughs> Does it? Basically. Somewhat. like think about it. It's like two days or so. Yeah. Like, I don't Dang, think Samuel J. They work really yeah. good. They, they, Maria. These are efficient. <laughs> that was a day for Maria. Like she was just having her little her little lunch, and then her friend, who she thought she was fixing her airplane, and the friend she thought was dead for six years, comes back in a spaceship and tells her she's an alien, and there's an alien war, and she asks her to go to space with her. Ima- you're just having lunch, and this woman comes to you, and she's like, "Come fight in an alien war with me." I mean, she like, did. She did voice that at the table. You going my friend gonna come on some alien ship? Yeah, <laughs> tell me, call her who? Exactly. <laughs> and she was fine with it the next scene and she was like okay this is what we're doing today she didn't I mean, want to go up in that sky but her daughter was giving her so much sass her daughter was like I want you to die like <laughs> <laughs> my guy stop like, why aren't you listening to life like, this is the I ain't trying ever. to eat tomorrow. Get your butt up there. <laughs> Get your ass up there. And go fight some aliens. Like, and she Batman did well. An orphan, and I want to be Batman. So, <laughs> oh my! She was really trying to send her mom to space with no type of space training and into alien combat with no type of alien experience. You know what was weird to me though, too. The what? the cat. How they handled the cat. Like there, I mean, it was cool of it being a mystery, but people still walking out like, "What the fuck was that cat?" Like, <laughs> like if you don't understand the universe, that's gonna be confusing as hell. Like, I mean, why? But everybody's just gonna be like, "Why?" And there's like, I hate when a movie just leaves you like completely like that because they didn't say she's coming back for Captain Marvel two. The cat's not gonna be an end game. I hope not. And <laughs> well, that could just no, it's eat not, it's not gonna be an, right. <laughs> I'm I'm just like what. I felt like the cat had a little bit of a lead up. Like they showed the cat knew more than it was leading on to. And it was just getting comfortable with the cast and everything. And it was like, you know, it was in every scene. And then when the scroll is like, that's not an ordinary cat. Ooh, I felt that. I was like, okay. But <laughs> well, so what is it? Give me. We're going to see some. <laughs> Where's it from? What is it alien? Said, it's an alien. It's I know. I know. Alien. I know what it is. But the people don't, you know, I'm just looking out for the, the, the commoners. <laughs> They they called it a, flor- a Floridian, a, fl- a, a Flarkin, Flarkin, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was cute, but you know, it's a cat. I don't know. Just kind of like just left me in the dust a little bit, but it's all right. I don't need all my ends tied. I guess Marvel doesn't need all this tied. <laughs> yeah. They showed us how loosely they can tie a shoe with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how... they just, it's like they just took one of the shoe strings and just flipped it up. <laughs> just left it like that. 
And then they said it's Marvel. People eat this shit up. Right. Yeah, but I like it. So let's get into the aftertaste. So how do you guys feel about Brie Larson and a character of Captain Marvel going forward? I'd watch it again, and I am kind of excited for her to be in Endgame because I know they're going to take their time with... I know they have taken their time with developing this. I, I would hope so, actually. I kids Marvel. But <laughs> let's just say that they did take their time because this is their final big event. It's going to be long. It's going to be great. All, all your characters are going to be in it, most of them, um, before the, before the <laughs> snap. But I'm kind of excited to see what they do with her. Like, I'm I'm curious, is she going to be different from whoever directed her here and here in Endgame? I think she will be because the Russo. I, I think it's going to be different. Yeah. Yeah, she seemed a and, little bit different in the in the post credit scene when she was like, yeah, "Where's she looked, Fury?" She looked thinner, more. She was like, "What's good?" <laughs> I've been flying around, you know. But yeah, I, I get it. Um, how she fly a light speed at the end? Never mind. <laughs> how she do that anyway i'm sorry i'm getting off track but um what was i talking about you think she'll do well yeah i'm I'm really curious to see how she's going to be in endgame because obviously you can tell like actors are going to you know perform differently with different you know material that they're given like here we're given a rush job endgame is a polished job so i'm really excited i want to see some good fight scenes with her because i she has a lot of potential to pull off some really cool v vfx stuff you know, I'm ready. I'm ready. I want to see her. I want to see her give it round two. And I'm glad we get into round two very soon, too. <laughs> so, I know, like a month away. Like, I know it's a month away. So I'm, I'm, I, that's why I'm not even like worried about this film. I knew what it was for, whatever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> show me Captain, show me what y'all can do with Captain Marvel in Endgame, please. Thanks. I think she'll do really well in Endgame because the Russos, in my opinion, they have a better handle on a lot of like the main characters. In the MCU. Mm. Like, between Winter Soldier and Civil War, as far as, like, handling the Avengers and then Infinity War, I think they did a pretty good job with the characters. I mean, you can even see it with Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man in the proper MCU movies feels more like Spider-Man than he does in his own movies. And that's under the direction of the Russos. So I think Captain Marvel would be pretty good. That's just my prediction, though. We don't know yet. Yeah, I I feel like she very well she fits in very well with the with the rest of the MCU. She seems pretty uh, cohesive with everybody else, and she does have the kind of personality to become the next Tony Stark leader, sort of. You know, of the because they're they're saying she's going to be replacing Tony Stark as the leader of the MCU once he dies or whatever <laughs> in Endgame. Who's replacing um, Tony Stark? Captain Marvel. Like she's gonna be the next kind of leader, you know, the 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 face of the Avengers, or at least that's what people are saying. Um, yeah. And I I do like like in like Josiah was mentioning, the Russo brothers do like exploring different areas of the characters, um, and and they they do kind of get a better balance of them, even though it's so many characters in one movie. I do think they do a good job of kind of balancing out all of these character traits and giving spotlight to some characters who we might not know as well. So. Um, I think they might push Captain Marvel to an aspect that we didn't see before, like that we didn't see in this movie. It felt like in her own movie, she didn't change as much, but maybe in Endgame, she's going to come up against some moral dilemmas and she's going to see some kind of... Or we start off with a new one entirely, you know? Like, um, 
like we saw her in that, and this is supposed to time jump to Endgame. Like, how much time is there between this Captain Marvel and Endgame? A couple years, right? Twenty years. Tw- well, that's about twenty something years. Yeah, there better be yeah. a significant change in who she is. <laughs> you don't yeah. go looking for a scroll hideout for twenty years. <laughs> I wonder if that's what she was still doing. I mean, I she think she was. Yeah, I think she was just protecting people in other planets or something, being yeah. their their protector. Uh, I think there's a leak of an endgame scene where they said that she was off saving planets and she was like, other planets don't have the Avengers. And it's like, okay, that's cute. Um, Do you like go down and like log in to somewhere and just find out all the planet problems and then solve them with (laughs) little side missions? She's like Superman. She stands on the edge of the planet. She hears, help me. And then she flies around. She's like, okay. She probably still has her Cree information or something. I don't know. Yeah, she does have her little outfit that's like a computer, basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What would you guys grade these? This thing, this movie. What would after you guys grade thinking this movie? about it, after thinking about it for a couple of days, I have to give it a C plus. I wanted to give it a B minus so bad, but the chore- choreography in the dark rooms did it. That was going to be the changing factor. I'm telling y'all, fighting is the yeah. that's, 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 that's the peak of these. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for the action. Give me a good story, too. I love it. But that's what I'm here for, the action. And I can give you that slight edge in Jamal's mm-hmm. reviews. But since I want to fight in three dark rooms, have three dark scenes, and don't want to <laughs> do anything extravagant or change your music, you get the C+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> C+. Plus. I give it, I give it um, a C+. Yeah. Okay. It's a C. It's like not wow, not bleh. It's eh. <laughs> hey, <You're> you know, <laughs> it, it's a it's an average that will probably be palatable to the general audience as we can see it's one of the highest grossing films this season and Which it's probably going to be it's probably going to be the highest grossing until Endgame comes out. Jesus, Disney's making so much money. <laughs> I am disgusted. I'm They're making me disgusted. sick to be honest. Like they need to like, take a break. What's the last film scheduled? For what? Is it like, far, isn't far, it away? far from home? Far from <laughs> home. <laughs> Spider Man, Marvel far, far, or Disney? Marvel. Oh, Spider Man. Take a Enjoy. break, honey. Yeah. Honey, go away for a year. You've done your work. <laughs> you have given us 20, 22, 20, 24. It will be 24 when they're done, right? Mm, uh, 23. Will it? 23? It'll be 23. 23. Yeah. You have done a great job. Thank you. You know, for your time. <laughs> Bye. If they, if they didn't do Far From Home, I would have said take like four or five years off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's not even a dig at them. Like, honestly, seriously, if you want to rebuild somebody's interest in something, you need to take that yeah, time just off. Look at what yeah. happened to Star Wars. We got too many of these Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And no, but wait, Oscar knows they come out at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that was they so came many out... years before Force no. Awakens came out. No, I'm talking about each December since Force Awakens. It was like Force Awakens, Rogue One, then the next one, and then Han Solo. Oh yeah! That See, they're not even memorable. Uh, I mean... Exactly. That's why they're shifting that's, to TV. That's as soon as Disney bought them. Was when they started releasing all these. Disney, Disney was like, rent. "We're gonna I need to pay for movies. these parks." <laughs> You know what they need to do? You know what would be perfect? What? What? Finish Endgame, take two to three years off, and then come back, if you want, with X-Men and Fantastic Four. Please. Just give us something totally Give us new. another Fantastic Four redo. We need a, 
uh, third origin. <laughs> we need a, third we need a good origin. <laughs> we had a good one. Like the, what was it, 2012, 2009, something? With Chris Evans and. Um, yeah. Or are you talking about the old, old ones? The old, old one. Yes. Oh, it's 2005. Old, 2005? 2005? Yeah. Oh, it was, I was 10. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yikes. It was, it was but no, decent. I liked it. I watched that multiple times, and that was oh, a really yeah, good, good movie. Yeah. But this one with the. With the Michael B. Jordan and the mm. we we don't talk about that one. That's the point. Which one is that? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, anyway, uh, yeah, I give it a seven. It's palatable to the general audience, and people are gonna eat this shit up. Um, so, <laughs> yay, Josiah. <laughs> I just found that funny. Um, <laughs> I'm with Jamal on it. I'm like C plus B minus, and I'm teetering between those two grades. Find your overwhelming factor, and if that overwhelming factor was good enough or bad enough, pick your best part of the movies that you well, pick your favorite quality of a movie in general, and just. Well, my favorite quality of the movie was that I think Brie, for what she was given, I think she did a good job. She wasn't my first choice for Captain Marvel, but she won me over, and so I think that's a big thing. Okay. Um, I liked her relationship with Samuel Jackson. I think Ben Mendelsohn did a good job they as Talos. They had chemistry too. Yeah, they did. I think Ben Mendelsohn did a good job, but Ben is kind of charismatic, so that kind of leaned into his character. Mm. And even though the story was kind of muddy for me, you know, I still liked the little bits that we got. Like, I did feel like we had some slower moments, like at Maria's house, you know, like in the second act, like I felt like there were some slower moments in the second act that kind of allowed me to appreciate the movie a little bit more. Um, but at the same time, like I feel like behind the scenes, this movie didn't really reach the level that I was hoping it reached. The flavor. Yeah. So that's why I was teetering between like B minus and C plus. You got to choose. And I feel one. like I'm leaning. <laughs> I'm leaning a little bit towards C plus with yeah, like a smidge of B minus. Yo, you give it you can't give it a smidge of B. I wish teachers would do that. I know. Here's a I'll smidge of an A for your hard work, Jamal. <laughs> no. They did do that, but you didn't choose, did you? Who, did me? you land? Yeah, you? I did C plus. Yeah. Oh, you did. It, it ain't get a B because of the fight scenes. Trash. So we got C, C plus. Because y'all know that's my like that's one of my biggest qualities in a film or a film, you know, geared towards that. Film geared towards action. I want your action to be on point. Get them fight choreographers, get them together, make something nice and fantastic and flashy for me. And y'all fighting in three 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 fight scenes were dark. No thank you. I'm sorry. They had that that train (laughs) fight scene. That was all right, but it wasn't dark. My three dark the darkest scenes were the first fight scene. Um, the last one where she, I'm just a girl, and when she was in space, <laughs> I know space is dark, but damn, <laughs> she's a I'll supernova. Do, <laughs> I'll do B minus minus. What? <laughs> I thought you'd be I'm difficult fucking, for I'm no reason. Fucking done. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is B minus minus? <laughs> You decrementing a variable? That's me. Com- that's me compromising. No, it's not a compromise. You know what? I'm gonna compromise for you. Compromise starts with a C, so that's your grade. There. Is it B minus minus a C plus? Yes. yes. 
I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, that's my grade. Okay. And, I mean, I don't know. That's fine. Yeah. That's how oh, I'm feeling. What did y'all think of Nick Fury's eyeball origin story? Dumb. Yeah. I feel like it was dumb. so dumb. And there, there are a lot of people. And that's the, you didn't even explain the cat. You didn't even like give the cat a backstory or respect enough for why you, don't need, you know I you mean I know I know cats you know just scratch the eye but like you ain't even give this cat the decency of a backstory for him to be an integral part of why this dude walk around with an eye patch the whole time get out of here I was it was it was so frustrating especially because like the entire battle had just happened they're heading home everything's chill and then he picks up the cat and starts shaking it. <laughs> and then the cat scratches him. I'm like, duh, you're gonna get scratched. Yeah, by you're him. gonna get scratched. Like, I'm, I'm just like, you know, stop grabbing the damn cat. Let him be. He's an animal. You, <laughs> you should have like gave him like that's a, that's his war scar. And I mean, I guess that just ties into <sighs> Marvel's over fascination of wanting to make a joke. Like he's gonna be in like a later film, be like this. I got this during the Great War. Somebody came and slashed me with a knife. Nah, it was a cat. Like, and then everybody's like, ah, you know, <laughs> come on. What irritates me. Is that in Winter Soldier, he told Captain America when he trusted somebody, like the last time he trusted somebody, he lost an eye. Yeah, and that but sounds then like, the cat, oh, like scratches out your eye. And people are forgiving that scene. And I'm like, man, y'all ain't here for storytelling. Y'all just like, here for they jokes. They just don't care. They just don't care. They're like, it's a superhero movie. Why should we care that much? Because this billion dollar industry is setting the standard for what storytelling should be. When they're releasing, like, 90% of what people are going to watch in the movies. This is going to be the standard of storytelling. And if storytelling and consistency don't matter, then what the fuck is going to be there? We're going to get trash stories <laughs> back after back. You know, and Disney's going to keep pushing mediocre movies and people are going to eat that shit up because they don't care. They're not gobble, being critical. Gobble. And I, I'm just so yeah. frustrated because yeah, no, I didn't like it. It's, it's like Han Solo when they're like, what's your name? Oh, it's just Han. You oh, and you're by yourself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking about he was at the podium? That was like the first. You talking about he was at the podium? Yeah, that was like the first. The girl yeah. yeah. First fifteen minutes or so. You're like, oh, you're flying by yourself. Your last name will be Solo, and that's that's how he got his last name. <laughs> so you know? memorable, so iconic. Oh my god. <laughs> like wow, really? <laughs> so amazing. You, you got General Leia. Skywalker to change her last name to Solo because some TSA agent said you're going to be named Solo. <laughs> and TSA. now it's the same thing. Nick Fury got his whole ass little eye patch because he shook a cat. <laughs> you should put that on a shirt. You put Marvel. <laughs> That's Marvel's Why did they bring the damn cat in the first place? I... Oh no! I don't that know. cat was stalking them. Y'all gonna need me to store a tesseract, but I'm gonna just stick with y'all for yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I think I think they brought him into space because they were like, "Oh, it's gonna keep the scroll." Like if he ends up betraying us, I can like intimidate him with the cat or something. But yeah, that wasn't even a tesseract. That was an all spark. Where's oh Transformers crossover? <laughs> they oh got the all spark. <laughs> that just Jeez. made me so mad. They he they really made his entire character lose his eyeball because of a cat, and it wasn't even like the cat's tentacle, you know, things. It was just his little paw, his little scratch. Well, I get that he's gonna do about it. Yeah, I get that he's an alien and he's like super lethal or whatever. But come on, people. Well, let's wrap up this episode. Right. Let's let's do closing. 
I mean, at the end of the day, this movie did what it had to do. It's already making money, like, regardless, I mean, so that doesn't did. matter. <laughs> I mean, it did. And I guess I'll say for my closing thoughts, like I said, I like Brie, and I'd like to see her in a sequel if she gets better directors in a script. Yeah. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. I really don't got nothing to say for closing arguments. I didn't have an argument at all. Uh, Captain Marvel was Captain Marvel. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah, she did a good job. Um, look, looking forward to seeing you in Endgame. Hope you, hope you are a lot better than what I saw. <laughs> hope your fight teams are more choreographed than what I saw. There we go. Boom. Yeah. Closing. Yeah. I will say, if you've seen the trailer... That's it. That's the movie. Just, <laughs> you can go into Endgame having watched the trailer. Um, uh, I can't do it. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out the show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you liked today's episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe to the show to get the latest updates. We also encourage feedback and comments, so feel free to drop them wherever you're listening to us. And be sure to check out our Twitter at NerdSpicePod to find the show on other platforms such as iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. We hope to hear from you soon.